Welcome to Coaches and Conversations, where we remove the veil and talk about what it's really like to be a woman building a business online. Because here, it's not just business, it's personal. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach and Business Strategist, Tavana Denise. Let's dive in. so glad that we're getting this chance to talk. I feel like I haven't gotten to talk to my friend in days we've been playing phone tag. So we get to do this in front of everybody. And the reason why you're so busy is because everybody wants Briggs brilliance. So before we dive into this conversation about how we even became friends, tell the people a little bit about what you do in the online space in the coaching world. Oh, okay. Oh, online space. I never think of me as the online space. That's so okay, interesting. And the coaching world. And the coaching world. I know, right? I know. I love it. I am a life set, life and mindset coach for high achieving black women. Yeah, Short that's sweet. what I do. I coach. <laughs> and you are freaking amazing at it because I will call you from time to time like, Queen, I need you to straighten my crown. I need you to straighten this crown out and send me on my way. And so I love uh, you for that i am beyond grateful no and here we go about to cry again good gracious for someone who didn't get into their feelings your your ass i I look i will cry at the drop of a hat listen when you put the lid on the feelings and the emotions and the tears and the anger and all of these things for three decades it's like okay it just needs to come out it just needs to come out and it's okay so i am beyond grateful for your you your friendship and all of this and i was like you are the reason we are friends and you're like how'd i do that so since you don't know i'll tell you (laughs) (laughs) we were at it started when we were at we belonged to the same coaching school and we were at the big annual conference and all of us got together for a picture all of the the black coaches got together for a picture and you were Mm -hmm. like okay let's go to lunch Mm-hmm. And then the next day you were like, let's go to dinner. And I'm like, who is this lady? And she's cool. And I'm like, oh, she wants me to hang her. Okay, cool. And like, let's make sure we change numbers. And you kept in contact. And I'm like, man, like, just tell me what your thought process was. Cause I think our friend Sonia has said something like that. Like you made us be your friend and we love you for it. And we're grateful. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. It was like, I knew. I wanted some coaching friends because I had other friends that I talked about, you know, when you first start coaching or a new business, anybody who's listening, like have, you know, when you first start a new business or whatever, like you're always talking about it. Like you and my friends, like you can, you know, my friends were kind of like, here she go again, this damn coaching stuff. Like, and so I was like, okay, well, I can find some coaching friends that would love to talk about coaching all day and all night long who are right where I'm at. So I set that intention. It wasn't like I was going like, who will you be my friend? Will you be my friend? But I just set the intention of like, I'm going to be open to creating a space for other friendships because it was a need that I had. So I'm just fulfilling my need. Like I want some people that I can just be myself and talk coaching all day too. And I wanted to allow and preserve the integrity of my old friendships and not like not overbear them with it too. Like, it's like, 
to preserve that integrity. Like I could show up just brig and not talk about coaching. And the reason why I could is because I talked about y'all. I talked to y'all all day about coaching. So I didn't yeah. need to talk about coaching to my other friends. And they didn't have, I didn't have to see the rolling of the eyes. And like, I just get to be where we all were. So yeah. I think I was just open to it. And yeah, like, it I'm was. like, if it's cool people, it's cool people. I'm like, hey, we're going to dinner. Come on. Hey, we're doing such and such. Come on. What you doing? <laughs> yes. Yes. And then after yeah. that, we kind of kept in touch. And then all the stuff in 2020 started to happen. Like it felt like, at least from my angle, we were already in a place where we had set that intention that year. Like we're going to make this happen. Like this is the year we're going to make 100K happen or whatever. And then all of the events, the pandemic, the social injustice, all of that happened. And you stepped up and did some amazing stuff. Like you created a separate container just for the black coaches. And can you talk a little bit about that? Because I got to be privy to some of the, the, the inner workings of Briggs' mind as she was doing this, but yeah. I would just love to hear from your perspective, what it was like. I think from my perspective, first of all, like what it evolved to and what it is now is completely different things. Like, it's like, it was, it was the first thing was the pandemic. And so my mind wasn't on the other black coaches. My mind was on the black community. Like I knew I was stressing and I'm a coach. So if I'm really stressing and I'm a coach and I look like it took me two weeks to get out of the circle in the toilet, like, oh my God. And like, should I go get toilet paper? Should I go get like flour and sugar? And like, like, should I go have a, like a basement full of stuff? Like I kept, like, I kept noticing the urge to like fill up my shopping basket full of shit. <laughs> right. And so like, if in like, I'm watching CNN, like now mind you, and you know this, I don't watch the news at all. So I went from, I don't watch the news at all. Meaning I do not watch the news to, Neither. I am watching the news 24 seven. You know what the news does to our lower brain? It like keeps us in fear mode, right? So I knew if I was struggling, I knew our community was struggling. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I came to all my friends, which you were one of them was like, hey, like, how about we do something for the pandemic? So that's where it first started. Mm -hmm. And then it was just supposed to be this short thing that we were going to do. And then it ended up being something that like, people were liking it. it was like okay well we'll just keep doing it right. but because the name was the coaches of color coaches started joining it and I was like so interesting <laughs> right right because it was, it was like, like a panel of coaches right. who happened to be of color and we all right. had different specialties yeah and then the coaches started joining and then right. the other stuff started happening in 2020 and then right, right. That's in that. And so it just kind of evolved, like the platform was there. And then the, the racial, you know, um, unrest started. And then once again, I'm circling the toilet again. Cause I'm like this, like, I'm like really having a hard time managing my mind. And like, when I really figured out, like I found my, my branch and it's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I know how to get myself out. So when I know how to get myself out, I'm like, okay, it's time to help everybody else get out. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I like put a rally call to all the other black coaches. Cause I figured the same way, if we're struggling and we're the black coaches, mm -hmm. 
like our community, like we're the answer to our community. And if our community is suffering with the racial unrest and how to deal with it, and we ain't managing our minds, our community is not getting the benefit of us. So once again, it was very important to me that I rallied us or just like, hey, come on, let's go. (laughs) It was more like, let's go. We got work to do. Yeah, and it was it was beautiful to watch on the outside. Like I just happened to be in there, and I was treading water trying to figure stuff out, and exhausted, and everybody coming at me every week, and how do I respond, and all of this, and then all of a sudden, at least this is what happened in my from my perspective. All of a sudden, then then you were like, um, we just need to have a space for us within our coaching school, and then it turned into this beautiful container that carries on now and Mm -hmm. I was just like how did she do that and what was she thinking and it's like I get some some of the backstory because you and I text and talk all the time but it's like how did you manage your own fears and potential like maybe insecurities or imposter syndrome or who am I like all of that stuff how did you manage all of like what was going through your head and how did you do it anyway right here's the deal there's no managing to that shit. That's <laughs> real. Like we think, oh my God, like we have to manage the fear and like, like as if it's not there. Managing mm-hmm. it is, it's there and you do it. Like I was scared shitless. Like I was like, I like, who am I? Like, I didn't go to a HBCU. I like, I can't tell you every black inventor or whatever, but all I did know was, my people were hurting and I believe coaching was the answer. That's what I knew. So it was like more of what I didn't, what I did know or what I didn't know. And it was like, let's go. Like if I'm hurting and I'm circling the thing, I know all the other coaches too. So we need a container. I'm always about containers. Like we need a safe place to go to air this out so we can get our shit together so we can go serve our people. That mm-hmm. was it. That And that was more to me, that was more important than the fear that I was having. There's no managing it when you're getting ready to do some epic shit. Like it's like, it's there. It's like, yep. And you do it anyway. It's not expecting it to go away or it not to bother you. I like, I tell people all the time and they don't believe me, but it's true. I wrote the rally call for us to get together And I literally visibly shook. Like I was, I did it in my call room because I'm a nurse anesthetist. We didn't say that part. Like I was a nurse anesthetist. That's because you don't do that no more. I know, right? I don't do it anymore, but yeah. (laughs) And I was in my call room in my anesthesia call room and I wrote the rally call and wrote a big, like, you know, my manifesto of like what I think we should do, right? And I press send and I visibly shook for like three hours. So that's not managing it. That's like allowing it. Like it's there. It's not going anywhere. So I think people, a lot of people get this misconception when we do epic shit or when we like are disruptors, like, like the fear isn't there. No, the fear is there. It's just, you know, you're going to be okay no matter what. And that's what I did know. Like everybody may say, who are you? I was willing for everybody to say, who, who am I? I was willing for them to like, take the manifesto or the post down, like, this is some bullshit. I was ready for them to say that or whatever, but I knew I did what I needed to do. So that's how that happened. Mm, Yeah, that, like, talk about the, 
one of the things that I learned from you was just allowing the emotion to be there and just yes. have compassion and look at it and just see what's going on, but still keep moving. And it's still a process, but mm-hmm. it, it is some, one of the things that I, I see you do the most often, not like resist against the emotion, like really just be with it. And yeah, yeah, that, that was awesome. And then from that, like, as I'm telling everybody the timeline of our friendship, then from that, it was like, okay, y'all need to be a master coach trainer. And it was funny because Sonia and I were like, Brie, you're going to do that. Go head on girl. Woo-hoo. And then they were like, no, no, no. You too. Also, <laughs> like, I ain't ready. I ain't ready. And you were like, let's go. And so it, it was interesting because one of the things to, I would say two of the things that I worked on in master coach training were feelings Mm -hmm. and friendships. And Mm -hmm. I really felt like as an adult, I didn't know how to make friends. Mm -hmm. Like I had some of my friends from youth and childhood and Mm -hmm. it it was kind of like you were saying, they wouldn't quite get the coaching or they wouldn't get the online business space, but Mm -hmm. I think I'm, I still am very, very grateful to you for who you are and how you were in cultivating the friendship, because I just, I really felt inept in, in that uh, way in my life. And now I have so many rich friendships where like, we talk about all kind of stuff <laughs> that we will not talk about here, but right. <laughs> but it's so cool to have somebody just text and say like I am freaking out and the person either give you a swift kick in the rear and sometimes knows okay you're just gonna be all right stop being my thing stop being mean to my friend kind of thing right (laughs) (laughs) we're laughing because that's what she tells me when I'm like you're like why are you being mean to my friend I'm like yeah I am being mean to myself (laughs) Oh my goodness. So what are some of the other things? I'm like, I really want people to know what it's like to have a friend that you can just, I think for me, what it's like having you as a friend is somebody that I can say absolutely anything to and not feel judged. Right. I think, I think for us in the online space and like high achieving and having ambitious goals. It's like, I had a friend that I can go to when I only made 28 K and I want my goal was 30 K. Right. And like, everybody else would be like, what the, what? Like, and I knew like in the grand scheme of things, I knew it wasn't a big thing, but that was my goal. Like I didn't reach my goal. And I, there's someone that I can go to that would not like judge me for it and totally understand. I think that's, that's the value of having friendships that are building as you're building and growing as you're growing. Cause the, the shit that we're upset about, like everybody else is like, give me that problem. Like, (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like the other day when I don't know what I was saying to you. And I think it was time for us to put up some numbers and you're like, Uh you're only 80 K behind me. And I'm like, Wait a minute. When did we become those people where we're like, we're only, only 80K, 80K behind? Right? And, then, and then it was like, oh, wait a minute. I didn't quite work a whole lot. I only work like three, four hours a week with clients and you and doing all this stuff. And everybody wants you to coach with them and you coaching. How many, how many people are you coaching now? 15, 16? Like yeah. you doing all of that and I'm chilling. I'm like, well, duh, it makes sense that I'm 
80K behind you. But I just am like, whose life is this when we can talk right these numbers when right. when we met Especially as black women like really like black women like we have this thing of like we don't talk about money it's like it's not it's like bragging or braggiosis to like want more how come you can't be happy with what you got and it's like mm-hmm. like we're breaking all of those barriers by having these conversations and we have them all the time every day all day long like what's your goal mm-hmm. today like yeah I think I'm gonna do you know 400k next year like da, da, da. like where are you like yeah I decide like it's just or and it's not even about the money like it really like the money is like in the far background most of the time we're talking about our emotions and our feelings as we become the person who is able to do whatever it is the goal is it's like the goal is one thing the money is just a is just a measurement of the goal, but it's really on who we're going to be and who we're becoming. And it's like, it's, we're becoming people who manage our mind and we're becoming people who value our voice more so than society's voice or other people's voices. We're becoming people who know how to meet our own needs. Like when I needed friends who I can talk about that, I went and found me some friends that I could do that with and created that. We're becoming people who create who don't you know think things are a fluke but realize that we're creators like you know it's it's interesting that you talk about like yeah we I say the numbers and we talk mm-hmm. about the numbers and we're not uncomfortable talking about it but you're right it's not something that we necessarily talk about all the time and I, as you were saying that I was reflecting on why is that because it seemed like maybe in the beginning when we were like hustling trying to figure it out it was like ooh the numbers and now it's like oh wait a minute I just made 15k this month and I was sick with COVID for two weeks. Right. And, 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 and it's just like, a, it's, it's like a afterthought, like maybe once every other month we'll put up and I'm like, oh, I just mm-hmm. made such and such. But I think more so the conversation now is around like really being thoughtful about our clients and how can yes. we serve them and what do they need? And, and in the process of me taking this leap from one rung to the next and trying to figure stuff out and like, I feel like crap and just like, okay. Of course you feel like crap. This is the first time you've tried to do this in this way. I'm like, oh, okay. And so somewhere in there, there was an evolution from hustling and being focused on the money and the dollar sign to where we are now and thinking about the, it's like really for me feels more mission based and we're thinking about our clients. And with that transition, as I just think back, because I know what our numbers were, it's like mm-hmm. when, as we started getting to that place, the numbers just started getting bigger. Started exponentially. Like the numbers are a reflection of the value we give. Because nine times out of 10, most of our talks are about like, what, what do our clients need? Like really getting clear on our messaging. How can we meet it? Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to meet their need by this. Oh, I got this thing, girl. This is going to be so good. They're going to love it. This is going to like, it's going to change their lives. Like we're always talking about and thinking about, you know, how can we help our clients get faster, better results? And how can we like make sure that a larger percentage of our clients get the transformation that they want. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's like our conversations now are at a deeper level. At first it was like, can I even just have a 10K month? Like, and then <laughs> it was like, at some point it was like, oh, I made a, I made 116K. Like I, I finally, I made the hundred thousand, right? And then next thing you know, it was like, you know, we're, it's the conversations aren't about 
our possibilities anymore. It's it's now who who are we becoming? Like it's like I'm going to take this certification because I need this for my clients. It's I'm right. going to do this because I need this for my clients. Or it's us reminding each other of our greatness. I think that's what we do as groups better than anybody. It's like when someone says, I had a horrible launch and we're like, oh, you mean that 40K launch that you just sent an email out? Like, yeah, right? It's like, it's how we celebrate one another that I think is the thing that moves us along so much is because whenever we're in a down, in a dumps, like since we tell each other everything, it's like, your your brain is selling, but I ain't buying. Did you forget yeah. who you was? It's like literally, it's a conversation of you done forgot who you were. Mm-hmm. And that's right? what I was gonna bring up. Like that's one of the things that that you do. Like I'm saying, why are you being mean to my friend? And you're saying, mm-hmm. oh, you forgot who the f you were. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Excuse me. And- am I talking to Devonna Denise? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's it's so interesting too to think about from whence we came because I'll never forget in 2020 when I had decided this was my 100k year and I did like 102k in my launch and then you said mm-hmm. I sure did you want to do 200 this year now mind you it was August, like the beginning of August. And I had just got that. And I, I was at about 143 right then. You're like, yeah, you're going to do 200. Like it was nothing. Like yeah. it was just like saying, oh, the sky's blue. And I instantly got sick to my stomach. <laughs> I mean, like I was visibly sick. And, and I was like, okay, well, I guess if Briggs said it, <laughs> then we gonna then that's what's gonna happen and but I think one of the, the cool things that I did about that at the time after I spun out a little bit like <gasps> and should you know is can I do it and whatever and just like stay grounded and know my friend believes in me and that I can do that mm-hmm. and released it I'm telling you like miracles and magic happened because you know I ended that year with two hundred thousand seventy five dollars <laughs> and it was like the middle part of December. I had no console, zero. And then signed like six or eight clients that's like that last week and only one was a console. Mm, love it. I think she's a magician. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, it's, it's like, it's, it's what Jim Rohn say. Like you are like really the sum total of the five people that you hang around with. Like when we think about who we're hanging around with intentionally and what we're surrounding, like the possibilities, like you and Dr. Sonia went first as far as like paving the way to me of like, y'all hit 100K first. And I'm like, I was like y'all's bigger supporter and cheerleader. I'm like, yes, yes, like go. And like, Dr. Sonia's at 98, what's going on? Like, I'm like all in it. Like, I'm like cheerleading the whole way. Because it's so good to see your friends at their highest self. Like, like the bad thing about that, the other side of this is I think we coach each other the hardest also. Ooh, like, girl. <laughs> when I coach y'all, it's like a coach fuck cuss out. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, oh, you've been going for the jugular sometimes. But but you say, you know, you know, we can handle it. But sometimes right? I'm like, oh, girl, that one was rough. I, I had to collect thing? myself after that one. <laughs> right. It's like we don't pull any cup punches. It's like 
we are fighting for your higher self. Like, I'm like, yes, I have an agenda. Like, I ain't even hiding it. I want you to fall. Like, no, I know who you are. You don't forgot who you are, right? Like, it is truly like we fight for one another. Like, we really do. We fight for one another. And like, like, hey, have you talked to so-and-so? Hadn't talked to her. Okay, such and such. Like, like, it is a collaborative effort. And it's like, we all know it's like, someone's going to have like, like last year, you guys made more. This year, I made more. And like next year, someone else is going to make more. It's like, it's like, it's just evolving. And there's no com- like competition. It's like, we're just supporting mm-hmm. one another. And we're having those, we're having those conversations of like, this is what you need to do with your business. Like, what are you doing? Like, how come you playing small? Like we're calling each other out on some stuff too. Like you've been saying to me, Brick, when are you going to do this group? Brick, when are you going to do this group? And I've been talking about a group <laughs> forever <laughs> but then that's the other piece of it too it's like i i know like in my mind i i know a piece of what i can see you're capable of and i just love on you anyway because you're gonna get you're gonna do it when you're ready and when you do right. it it's gonna be amazing and so right. i think that's a little bit of the the dichotomy between i see your higher self and i'm fighting for that but also i'm gonna hold the space for you to get there when you're ready um, so that possibly you, you, it, it, it remains a safe space between you and I, for you to tell me anything, you don't have to come being like, oh, well, I, I shouldn't tell her stuff because I'm ashamed or I'm embarrassed or whatever. We, maybe we do. I don't think so. I think, and I think we hold the space a little less than we do for our clients because it's like, okay, uh, Brig, when does the group come in? Like it is, but it's like, it's because we know it's like, why are you, why are you? <laughs> Like you say, why are you beating up on my sister? It's like, why are you sleeping on my sister too? It's almost like that too. And I think it's, I think it's okay. Like, I think it's totally okay to like, for your friends to see you at your best and like, give you a little push. Like, come on, like, is there, when is it coming? Like Jennifer told me the other day, she was like, bring, when is this group launching? I was like, it's launching in March. <laughs> March when to be exact. Actually, the cart opens March, February 7th. Ooh, see? Okay. And it launches in March. I already have a wait list. So, mm. okay. All right. We're just checking. We, yes. we have to double check these things because you, <laughs> <laughs> like, when was that again? Just to make sure the date hadn't moved. No. Or, oh my gosh, let's talk about money stuff again for a second because uh-huh. we just be going back and forth on these prices. I don't think people, so just from a, like a, we're both public coaches and people see the things that we're doing and they're like, oh my God, people are like fangirling us at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's Brig Johnson. And don't be jealous because she's my friend. Okay. And then it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is Savannah. And they see what we've done and think that we still, like the doubts or something magically go away. And when I I just want to highlight at this point for anybody listening, like we raise our prices and we go back and forth and we get coached on prices and they're like, I don't know. And then we, we get, we get coached by our coaches. Then we bring it to each other and we get coached and we get something. And then we go off and like, I don't know. It's, it's not, it took me like six months after I got coached to, to the price that I did for one of my programs to actually say the price. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and for me, it's like, I'm going back and forth on my, like I was going back and forth on my group price and I was like such, such, and now I'm thinking this, and it's so good. I think the value of our friendships is that we have someone that we can just 
not always get coached about, but talk out loud to also, because when you talk out loud to you start listening to yourself and you're like, huh? <laughs> right. Like you get more clarity, like of what you're saying. And then of course y'all are coaches. So you'll say one or two things. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. And it's like, and I think it just helps us get to clarity so much, so much better. And so, so much gone. Okay. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, absolutely. When it comes to the, the clarity thing. And I love how, at least the way we've developed in terms of like, do you want me to put my coach hat on or am I wearing my friend hat? And right. so there's like this space of if you, if I got the friend hat on, I'm just listening. Maybe I'll mm-hmm. swim around in the pool with you a little bit mm-hmm. or whatever. Back, but backstroke, uh-huh, dog pedal. <laughs> and then do you want me to put my coach on and let's let's get with it? So mm-hmm. I, I love that. I think it it creates these nice little pockets or boundaries so that that we keep it clean right. in that way too. Right. I think you are you are probably the best at saying I need coaching and if you don't say I need coaching then I know okay I'm just like gonna be a friend and every once in a while I'll put like a little like question in there but like I'm like okay but when you're like you will literally call me and like Brig I need some coaching I'm like okay let's go now what I haven't done is said okay get on my zoom call because so it's still coach coach friend uh, oh lord no you want to go all the way in no sometimes I can't I, I gotta be mentally ready because you know that's what I'm saying. Like, I think this is what I think. I think if I take the coach friend off and it's a Zoom call, I think you wouldn't get that. I think it wouldn't be as coach friend. It would be more coach and it wouldn't be as hard. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, you, 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 madam, deep dive, master coach, master coach, <laughs> instructor coach. You like you can't take the first layer off. I'm like, yeah, okay, I got it. And I'm like. But what about this? And what about this? And what about this? Like, oh, <laughs> I wasn't ready, but I needed that, right? So always, right. it's always one that's like, okay, should be fine in a minute. Should come back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Oh, so you know, I could go on forever and ever, but I, I wouldn't be respectful of your time because I know you. Again, you in high demand. So whatever, whatever. I, and I love this for you. I'm like, that's my friend. Don't be jealous. I'll be yeah. name dropping. I'm like, okay. So I know Tabana. Yes, I know Tabana. Tabana's my friend. <laughs> so before I ask my last question to you, it's like, it's like, you know how the um how the how the big movie stars were like, we were in acting school together. Like, yes. Right? It's like they hang out and like they go to each other's premieres and everything, and they're like, we were in acting school together, right? It's yes. like like we can totally say like we were in training together, like we were literally in training together, either master coach or like Dr. Sonia and I were in LCS training, coach training together or master coach training together, or like we went through a mastermind together, but like, yeah. hundred percent. And it, it kind of made me, that's why I sent you that uh, video clip the other day with um, Taraji P. Henson and Gabrielle mm-hmm. Union like mm. friend goals and mm-hmm. it, it was just so beautiful to watch and I sent it to you because I was like oh that makes me think of us a little bit like yeah. like always bigging each other up 
Yeah. Never tear it. Like I want you to run. And then when I see it and I feel a little pain, I'm like, okay, I need to pick up my pace or whatever. Right. So. Like, yeah, she, she's, she's okay. She done broke the barrier. Like, that's what I think about you and Dr. Sonia. It's like, oh, they broke the barrier. Like, okay, let me borrow some of their thoughts. Like, I'm like talking to you and I'm like, okay, what was the thought? Okay. Yeah. I think I can, I can take that thought. Right. And I'm like <laughs> right behind. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, my, the, the thought that created the hundred K that year was this is happening this is happening yes Period. we all know that we yes. remember that clearly exactly <laughs> but uh, it's just done <laughs> right i was like this is happening this is happening. It isn't that is not a question that is a statement <laughs> I, love I love it okay sis so um before the last question mm-hmm. okay where can the people find you follow you tap into your brilliance oh okay um I have a podcast, Breakthrough with Brig, Apple, all the all the things. So Breakthrough with Brig, it can be R-I-G and website brigjohnson.com, B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. And you can follow me on Instagram. Believe it or not, someone had Brig Johnson. I'm like, who had Brig Johnson? So I'm Johnson Brig on Instagram. Oh I know, How there's another Brig Johnson. He's, it's a male, it's a white male. Okay. who is also like a trainer, but he's like an MLM trainer. And I was like, so interesting. <laughs> There's what? another Brick Johnson, who's another coach trainer. He's a white male though. <laughs> okay, fun fact for the day. I did Fun know fact that. for the day, yeah. So I'm Johnson Brick. Okay, on, on Instagram. Instagram. Okay, yeah. on the grams. So the, grams. the last question I have for you is, if you could go back and talk mm. to a former version of yourself, and give her one piece of advice about entrepreneurship, what would it be? Like, you're going to get there. Like, don't worry. Like, you're going to get there. I mean, this has been a long ass journey for me. Like, I had a janitorial service at the age of 18. That's how I got myself through nursing school. I have always had some kind of a business. Like, I got myself through nursing school because my mom kicked me out the house. And so I needed money and I was sleeping. All my things were in my car and I was couch surfing. I didn't have a place to stay. I didn't have any money. So I had a building that I did. And that's how I got myself through nursing school. And so it went from there. Like if I look at all of the businesses that I started, I had a franchise where I had two offices, 200 employees and 200 headaches and that didn't work. Like I ended up like the crash of 2007 took that business out. And like I swore after that, I swore off of entrepreneurship for like 10 years. But once again, then I started the online marketing and I'm like, I bought this course and that course and this thousand dollar. And it's like, I had so many things that I bought and tried but I always knew I wanted to be a coach. I just didn't know how, but when I was ready, the how came. So I think what I would tell myself is you're going to figure it out and it's going to be okay. Like honor that desire. Like I didn't have to be ashamed of that desire of wanting more because I used to think something was wrong with me. Like, how come you just can't be happy with anesthesia? Because so many of my friends were like, why you want more? So I would honor that and honor like, yep, I'm just an entrepreneur and that's okay. And I want more and that's okay. But the main thing I would do is just tell myself, 
you're going to figure it out. And when it figure when you figure it out, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be easy. It's going to be amazing. And you're going to provide so much value that you're going to make a fuck ton of money doing it because of the value. Right. right? Yeah. And I don't have to manipulate. I don't have to like do anything. It's like, I'm just get to stay in my sweet spot and help people. Mm, that's beautiful. Thank you. That was that. probably a long ass explanation. <laughs> No. Now y'all see, now y'all see how she feel when she call me. Can you call me? It's like, it's going to be a long. I <laughs> know. I just go get on the hammock and we just talk. It's all good. <laughs> right? Yes. So thank so you so good. much for that, sis. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you. <laughs> uh-huh.